0: you welcome back to the fourth and 20 podcast if it ain't fourth and 20 then it ain't a one i am mr a1 and um today we gotta uh i don't think today's show is gonna be that long but i do want to cover a few things uh so first of all i'm gonna i just want to say how's everybody doing today on this beautiful friday october 2nd all right I am doing okay, we had a uh, pretty pretty uh, fulfilled day, um, did some things, went to a couple appointments, um, went to a, one of my son's appointments, found out he is really fucking smart, by the way, you know, pat myself on the back, <laughs> anyways, on today's show, I will be talking about Kyrie Irving and his uh, his comments and how I feel about that. I'll also be talking about Doc Rivers um, and what's going on and hit with him. One of a, uh, a really good coach in my opinion. Um, I'm also gonna go over the college football picks for this for this upcoming uh, Saturday and also today we have. I think we have one game today, so I'm gonna pick the pick my my winners. Um, for tonight's game and I'm gonna pick my winners for uh, this weekend. Um, I already made my NFL picks on the last uh, podcast so gonna leave the NFL out of it today. I also want to talk about some MMA news. Uh, I want to talk about Chris Weidman and what he said. I also want to talk about Frank Mir and what's going on with him and his family and I'm also you know I'm, I definitely have to talk about John Jones and uh, out of Sonya, things are heating up over Twitter right now. Twitter fingers are, Twitter fingers are twitting. You already know, and I definitely want to talk about Gaethje and uh, his his uh, comments on Covington. So yeah, we we got a we got a few things I want to discuss today. And today for the for the herbage the herbage talk for today, I I have I did roll up in a raw paper once again. That's all we smoke raw papers. Uh, like I said, raw, holler at your boy. But yeah, I do have a filter today. So we are filtered up over here. Um But I am smoking once again on that hood weed. You already know. Go to a hood near you. Whatever the loud is, that's what I'm smoking on right now. I'm not going to lie to you. We're going to keep it funky on this show. But I plan on getting some Buddha. Some Buddha weed pretty soon. My boy hit me up hearsay hearsay you already know how that goes but we're gonna see how it goes anyways rolled up in a beautiful raw paper uh we're gonna go ahead and light this thing and we're gonna jump right into it give me a second let me light this you hear the lighter flick no ceilings baby oh and i am drinking on a little moscato tonight a little wine with the lady you know drinking a little wine sitting back having a little conversations with you all right. By the way, this is the 4th and 20 podcast, so if you're listening to me right now, you should already be rolled up. You already know. And let me go the mixtape that I told you guys was for the week. Primo Rice. Cross the country, the cross country tape. I've been listening to it um for the past few days and I mean nice body of work. Uh, but I've, I've also found a mixtape that I'm going to use. I'm going to uh, shout out probably Monday. I, will, I won't be doing podcasts on the weekends, but I will be setting up dates for the weekdays that I want to get this thing officially started. Um, hopefully around 420 on the days that I want to start it. It's going to be 420 every day or every other day. However, I figure this out. But I think the time to start it, well, it, it can't be no other than 4.20. It's 4.15 right now, so I'm five minutes away. Either way, we almost there. So uh, let's get this thing cracker-lacking. All right. So like I said, the the first topic I wanted to get into. Newly acquired Kyrie Irving, which I think is a, an is an incredible basketball player, but I sometimes, you know, I don't like his attitude. He thinks he's a he's a leader when he's really not, in my opinion. But anyways, um, fans all across Twitter have been calling Kyrie Irving out for taking a shot at his former teammate LeBron James. Uh, Kyrie, who is now a Brooklyn Net along with Kevin Durant, said that he was excited for the first time in his career. He feels like someone else on the team is capable of making making, and taking the final shot besides himself. Oh, And then after, uh, I guess, after Kyrie saw a lot of people calling him out, saying that he's taking a shot at LeBron, he put up a video denying it and saying that if he had something to say to anybody, he will say their name. All right, so let's get into that. First of all, like I said, I'll do, you know, I give all respect and credit to Kyrie. He's a great basketball player. But come on. Come on, Kyrie. Come on. We know you're taking a shot at the man, LeBron James. We already know what's going on. In my opinion, you've been jealous of LeBron James your whole career. Uh, y'all had a y'all won a championship, and you did take a big shot in that game. And I think you got kind of jealous because that shot was a little overshadowed by LeBron James' block in that game. I mean, which it shouldn't have been, in my opinion, because the shot was bigger. It was during the last seconds, and it won the game. But come on, Kyrie, for you to sit there and say you finally feel like you have a teammate that can make and take this final shot besides yourself. Do we not realize how many game winners LeBron James have had over the uh, over his years? Or have you forgot that? Do you not realize how many finals appearances this man has been to? Or have we forgot that? I know a lot of people like to focus on the losses. But come on. We all know. We've all seen the teams that LeBron James took to the finals. We've seen the teams. And, you know, none of the teams are really that good. He didn't really have any help. And I know a lot of people like to throw MJ in there. You know what I mean? And a lot of people like to throw a lot of people. Ray Allen. Um... Won a championship for him. That's what they say, you know. But in my opinion, LeBron James is the king. He's the GOAT of our generation. And Kyrie, for you to sit there and be like, "Oh, I know Katie's a, Katie's is, is in my opinion one of the best basketball players I've ever seen play the ball, play play ball." But in my opinion, also he's second to the king. So for you to sit there and be like, ah, ah, I finally have a teammate that can make it, take the final shot, and I, you know, I, I don't like it, man. I and I and you can sit there and say you wasn't taking a shot, but I feel like you were taking a shot. I feel like you knew what what, the the what you just said was gonna spark this argument that we everybody across every platform on every you know sports station is talking about right now. You knew this would cause that. But, you know, to each his own. Everybody has their, you know, own opinion. And Kyrie, if you feel that way, then we, we just gonna have to find out next year. When you guys play. Cause I wanna see I wanna see this talk. I wanna see this all year. And for you to talk like this, y'all better be in the finals next year. So, my opinion, he did take a shot at LeBron. He knew he was taking a shot at LeBron. And I don't agree with it. I know that uh, in that finals game, LeBron missed the last four shots. His last four shots. But who kept the Cavaliers in the game? LeBron. The GOAT. James. And um, excuse that—that's my dog in the background drinking too much water. Like I said, I don't have you know, you know, I don't have filters to block out sound right now, so just bear with your boy. But like I said, let's let's get back to the topic. Tyree Irvin you knew what you were doing, man, and I feel like you're wrong. I feel like LeBron James is plenty of clutch. And no, I'm not a brunch sexual, but God damn it, the man is the king. All right, so basically that's all, that's my opinion on that situation and I want to get into the next topic that I wanted to talk about today. Like I said, today's episode probably won't be as long, I'm going to keep it a little short, but it will be long enough. got me got me cheaping pretty good right now but uh the next thing I wanted to get into was Doc Rivers signs a new five year deal with the 76ers hmm will they go to the playoffs and how far you think they will get in the playoffs ah I like to be honest I don't have much faith in the 76ers right now I don't have much faith in Joel Embiid on being serious about the game I don't have faith in Ben Simmons taking a shot this man won't even shoot mid-range shots I just feel like mentally he's he's afraid to shoot and if you could stop Ben Simmons from driving and passing the ball then what is he gonna do he can't win a game with he can't win a game for you driving in the lane all game he's not gonna stay healthy all year the man is taking a lot of punishment uh because he don't he, he can't shoot the ball um to be honest, I'm not trying to be funny here, but I think I've only seen the man make two three-point field goals in his whole career. Honestly, just being real with you. Um, And with him not, I mean, they don't, and then you have Joel Embiid, He and Joel Embiid probably, he shoots too fucking much. Like, I wish Ben Simmons had Joel Embiid's mentality when it comes to shooting. Maybe they would do a little something, but I don't have faith in this team. Um, I don't have faith in those guys' mental fortitude to, to get the job done, to go deep in the playoffs. But I do believe if any coach could get that out of those guys, it would be Doc Rivers. So I'm a little conflicted right now because I, 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 I love the talent that they have. I just don't like the mentality that they have. Maybe Doc Rivers can, you know, you know what? I do think they will make the playoffs. I'm going to give them that. But I don't think they're going to win the East. Um, it's the same thing every year with the 76ers. And I hope I'm wrong. I hope I hope they come out with the tenacity to win basketball games and to play in the playoffs like they play in the regular season. Because when they get to the playoffs, they choke worse than Milwaukee. But that's, you know, that's a different topic for a different time but i do love that doc rivers was signed immediately after he was fired from the clippers because i don't you know i do not agree with that hold on one second let me take me a sip of this barefoot moscato it's pretty good barefoot yeah i drink you know i drink a little wine from here to here so senior boy a sponsor you know what i'm saying we take wine bottles and all <laughs> Drinking a little wine, smoking a little J. Hey, we living life today, baby. Once again, you are on the 4th and 20 podcast. If it ain't 4th and 20, then it ain't a what? You know the deal. And so basically, that's all I had to say about that. Like I said, we're going to be moving along pretty fast today. We're going to be moving along pretty good. Uh, just want to talk about, talk about a few things today. And now I'm going to... Uh, before, before Actually, before I get into the college picks, uh, I want to also give my honorable mention. Because this mixtape is just, you know... Drop down on me, um, my man, also underground Larry June. Yeah, if you haven't heard of Larry June before, uh, I think you need to check him out. It's been out for a while, he's dropping that good, dope music, you know. But uh, his mixtape, his new mixtape is Keep Going. And to you, Larry June, I just want to say you're doing good. Good job, Larry. (laughs) You already know. Back to the topic. So first mixtape, Primo Rice, Primo Rice, the cross country tape. Check that out. And then also check out Larry June. Keep going. (laughs) All right, so let's get to the uh, my college football picks for this upcoming upcoming week. Uh, for tonight's game, we have L.A. Tech, which is Louisiana. If you don't know, uh, going to BYU Brigham Young. Uh, I think this is going to be a good game. Uh, both teams come in this game undefeated. Louisiana Tech has been playing really good. They've surprised a lot of people, and I think they're going to get the upset win in this game. Uh, I think. I just think Louisiana's toughness is going to come into play, and I think I don't think Brigham Young is ready for the the speed that Louisiana has. So I have to go with Louisiana Tech for the upset um, tonight. I'm going to go score huh? 34, Louisiana Tech, 27, BYU. Next game on the schedule, we have Saturday, 12 o'clock. TCU Horned Frogs versus the Texas Longhorns. Now, the Texas Longhorns are 2-0. Uh, TCU, uh, due to COVID, they didn't I, didn't, I don't think they started, they didn't play a game until last week, so it's Last week was their first game. Texas already has two games under the belt. And um, I just feel like Texas Texas is going to be a little too strong for TCU. Um, Texas is also ranked number nine in the nation right now. So I, I just think it's going to be a one-sided game. I'm taking uh, Texas 37, TCU 13. Alright. So on to the next game, which is also at 12. We got NC State. Wolfpack versus the Pittsburgh Panthers. Now Pittsburgh surprised me this year. They're 3-0. I did not think they would be 3-0 at this point. Uh the Wolfpack are 1-1. And they they showed they showed promise throughout some games, but I have to go with Pittsburgh, man. Pittsburgh, I, I like what they're doing on offense. I like what they're doing on defense also. I just like the talent that they have right now. They're also ranked 24 in the nation. So I'm going to go Pittsburgh. Let me see. I'm going to go Pittsburgh. This probably might be a low-scoring game. I'm going to go Pittsburgh 20, NC State Wolfpack 10. This is a pretty good week, by the way. Uh, next game, also at 12, we got South Carolina coming into my, my favorite teams. You know, they're coming to the swamp. They got to come to the swamp. Florida, we are three in the nation right now, and I feel like, man, our offense is playing unbelievable. Our quarterback, Trask, is – I mean, he came from nowhere, and he's putting up big numbers, and I think that's going to continue in this game. South Carolina – uh, they're really weak on defense. Their, their offense is not too good either. Um, like I said, the Gators are, uh, they both teams are in the SEC. So both teams had their first game last week. And, but I feel like Florida came in and looked like they did not miss a beat. And I think that's going to continue this week. I'm going to go 45 Florida Gators, 27 South Carolina Gamecocks. That's right. 45 to 27 the Gators all the way baby let's go Next game on the list we got Missouri at 21 Tennessee Number 21 in the nation is uh Tennessee like I said before both teams are in the SEC so they had their first game last week due to COVID you know Um Tennessee is 1 and 0 right now Missouri is 0 1 but I I like I like the way Missouri is playing I think this is going to be an upset I think both teams will finish this game one and one And I just think Missouri is going to pull it off. I think it's going to be a close game, 33, Missouri Tigers, 30, Tennessee Volunteers. My second upset upset of the week. And then we have... Excuse me. I'm going to skip some of these games because some of these games don't really... I don't really need to pick for because... If you watch football, you know who's going to win these games. But next game I'm going to give my game pick for is number 13, Texas A&M at number 2, Alabama. Oh, we got the Crips and Tide against the Aggies, baby. This is going to be a good game, in my opinion. Uh, Alabama continue to show why. They can recruit the best talent in the nation. I mean, every year it seems like these guys got the best players on the field. And at every position. Uh, But I do like Texas A&M this year. They're looking really, really, really good. And this is going to be my third upset of the week. I'm going to go Texas A&M. Yeah, I'm going to stick with that. I'm going to go with Texas A&M over the Alabama Crimson Tide. Uh, this will also be a close game, but I think Texas is going to pull it out. Uh, so my score for this will be 30-27, huh, to 27, Texas A&M Aggies. And then we're going to go down to Georgia and Auburn. This is the last game I'm going to pick for because the rest of the games are give and if you know if you watch college football, like I said, you know who they are. But this is a this is gonna be a really, really good game. You got number seven ranked coming into Georgia, who are number four ranked in the nation. And I think Georgia's gonna pull it off. I think Georgia's gonna uh, hang on strong to win. And I also think this is gonna be maybe a low, lower scoring game than we used to in college football. I'm gonna go twenty three to twenty. Auburn Tigers over... No, Georgia over Auburn. And that has been my college football game picks of the week. Like I said, man, if you got anything, if you want to throw some picks in, if you want to get on here to talk shit about your favorite team, just let me know. Like I said, it's so easy to get at me. I'm at uh, Facebook, Antoine West. Instagram, AntoineA1West. Just holler at me, man. Just get at me. Sliding them DMs uh, Next what I wanted to talk about <clears throat> it's just this Give me one second We're going to get into some Some MMA Because <laughs> this is what I love to talk about At the same time but Yeah we're going to get into some fight shit Sorry, I'm still here, guys, just ruffling through the little notes and shit, you know. You know how it is when you're a little high. Sometimes you get a little distracted. But, um, yeah, so first thing I wanted to talk about is Chris Weidman. Chris Weidman says he believes Israel Adesanya is a tailor-made matchup for him. Hmm. To be honest, Chris, man, I don't, I really don't, I don't think you want that. I don't think you want that pressure right now. Uh, not to sound fucked up, but I think your your best moments are past you. And like I say, I have nothing but respect for all fighters that get in that cage, you know, and um, do what they do. But at the same time, I know your wrestling is beast this is a different breed Israel Adesanya is a different breed and I just feel like he will pick you apart just as easy as he picked Costa apart now Costa's mistake was he wanted to sit there and kickbox with Israel and Chris I pray you don't make that same mistake if you ever were to get in a matchup with him use that wrestling use some head movement get in there make it a dirty ugly ass fight but at the same time In my opinion, this is my opinion. This is my show. I speak my shit. But in my opinion, Chris, I just think that's a different level that that you that something that you won't. You don't want that pressure. Um, if you look at Israel striking, it's just beautiful. It's just beautiful to look at, man. The man uses timing, distance footwork fight IQ cage iQ uh i mean he just gets in there and he deflates guys man he he honestly deflated Costa in that fight by the second round you could see on Costa's face that he didn't want to be in there anymore and that's the type of pressure that I f- feel like I'm, I'm ready to apply to these motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? They're not ready for it. And like I said, Israel is a different breed, man. Chris, I, you know, I, I feel like, like no disrespect, I honestly I love the way you fight. I love your beast, man. You're you're a legend. But hey, times have changed, buddy. It's the it's the, it's the new it's the new dog in the in, in the in the park in the yard. Big dog in the yard now, and that's Israel. Also, I want to talk about, we have Frank Mir, UFC, also a UFC legend. His daughter, Bella, makes her MMA pro debut at 17. Huh, will she be successful? That's that's the question. In my opinion, if she's Frank Mir's daughter, I damn feel like she's going to be uh, successful. I really do. But at 17, I don't even, like, I don't have girls. I have all boys. And even my boys at 17, I don't know if I would want them to be fighting pro. And no no knock on this young lady because I have never met her in my life. I've never seen her fight. I've never seen her. Uh, I've seen her do a little boxing and I know she's a beast in in wrestling. She wrestles and I know she's a beast in jits because Frank Mir is a, a, a fucking savage on the ground. But from what I've seen with her boxing, uh, it's a little... Her boxing is a little suspect. Her kickboxing is a little suspect. She moves a lot. She moves, moves straight forward. She's, she lacks a head movement a little bit. And like I said, I'm not knocking nobody. She's 17. She has room to grow. But like I said, I don't even know if I would, I would want my boys to fight at 17. And that's just my opinion. Frank Mir, best of luck to you and your family. Um, I hope she does wonderfully. I honestly feel like she will be. But Feel like seventeen is you know seventeen is it's a bit young for a young lady to be stepping up in the ranks like that. There's some savages out here. Is she ready for that pressure? We will see. And also, we st- we still have John Jones and Adesanya with this this Twitter beef they they got going on back and forth. It's, it's getting a little it's getting a little ugly, you know. Um, and honestly, I I really admired John Jones back in the days but as a person I I feel like I have to you know I I lost a lot of a lot of respect for him as a person over the years Um, with that being said he's still one of the best fighters that I've ever seen in the cage and um I don't know man I don't know how, how they if they do fight, how they gonna make this happen. Jones is supposedly going up to heavyweight. Israel is a light middleweight. He he's a middleweight, but you know, sometimes he he come he comes in weighs in under under the uh, the weight limit. He's I've seen he he's kind came in under the weight limit like two or three times. So he, he's not he's not a big, big middleweight. Um so, I don't know, man. I don't know what weight class I would like to see them. I don't even know if John Jones can make middleweight, honestly. Um, but, I mean, I think eventually, I think everybody in the world would like to see that fight. I mean, I honestly, I usually, if I, if I you know, pick pay-per-views. I try to watch every fight. Don't get me wrong, because I love this sport. I love fight, man. I love MMA. But, you know, sometimes the funds ain't right. So, you know, sometimes you got to go out, you know, get a glass of water at the bar, you know, just to watch the fight. If you got to do that. You got to do that. But this will be a fight that I will pay my broke-ass money for. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I will be on pay-per-view. faithfully for this fight. Um, I honestly feel like they eventually they're going to fight, because how, how they're talking, like, they talking like, if you meet me in the streets, bro, it, it's going down, you know, and I like that kind of, I, I like that, that's what we here for, so, next thing um, I want to talk about before I get up out of here, I want to talk about Gaethi. Uh Gaethje goes off of, uh, he calls him Coward Covington, and um, I feel like Covington is uh, is making a lot of enemies right now, man, I don't even like this guy. I don't like this guy's face. I don't like nothing about this guy. Not because he's a Trump supporter, but because of the things he says. Um, The thing he said about Usman, I won't, you know, you know, that's, it's just, you know, that's, in lack of a better term, it was just fucked up. And um, I'm glad Usman broke his jaw and he's still talking shit. You know, you can support who you support, but you know, sometimes you gotta, you gotta be sensitive to other people, other religions, other races out there, you know, just because you're a proud boy Covington doesn't make it, you know, and you, I mean, you could fight your ass off. I'm not going to knock you for that, but hey, some things, some things you don't have to say. And I hope if they... I, I I feel like Gaethje would spank Covington. But Gaethje's a lightweight, you know. And, uh, we'll see if he will go up to uh, welterweight for that fight. But I would love to see that fight also. I just would like to see Covington get his ass beat. But he's been winning, so he can't really say that. Made Tyron look like a, a weakling. He made Tyron... I mean, he broke Tyron's whip. And, and you know, that hurt me to death because I really wanted Tyron to win. But at the same time, hey, man's a beast. But Covington, I'm a welterweight and I hope I stay a welterweight long enough and I meet you sometime and we can throw down because I don't like you, bro. And that's all due disrespect. Um, another thing. Um, so basically, that's all I wanted to get off my chest for today. Uh, like I said, you know, I might might roll up another one. I'm going to probably roll up in a little bit. Uh, this is the 4th and 20 podcast. You already know what I'm about to say. If it ain't 4th and 20, then it ain't 1. So, like I said, man, roll up. Papers. A blunt. Put it in a bone. Put it in a bowl. I mean, do whatever you got to do and tune in to your boy. Like I said, I see big things coming for this podcast. You know, Uh um, Great stuff are not built overnight. It takes time. It takes time. It takes action. I got to just keep going. And that's all I know is to keep grinding. Uh, like I said, hopefully y'all will see me in an MMA fight this year. Um, well, not hopefully. It will happen. I'm going to get my weight down. I want to do a couple of tournaments. That's coming up. My guy Leo, uh, Leo Code, Leo Code. If you don't know, you already know. Get at him. But uh, I want to do a couple of his jiu-jitsu events. I want to get in and there. there will come at night. I want to do as much as I can before this year is over. And before we go into this new, new age in 2021, because we grinding all year in 2021. It's nothing but up from there. It's nothing but up. And like I said, this has been 4th and 20 Podcasts. If it ain't 4th and 20, then it ain't a 1. Peace.